wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Last week I ordered some semi-personal products online Okay. Nothing that personal. A little bit embarrassed. On the embarrassed scale, I'd give it like a a three. Nothing major. Three out of ten, right? Yeah, not super okay. embarrassing. I'm not. I'm not ordering like deep penetrating hemorrhoid cream or, you know, uh, pregnancy tests or something. That's not that embarrassing either, I guess. But you know what I mean. And uh, so I was. I was ordering some anti-chafing uh, sticks. Gold bond medicated powder sticks. No, these were called. They were. Um, they were like from the running room, right? Okay. And so I wasn't. I wasn't in Winnipeg, and I decided. Well, I'm just going to order them online. Whatever. They'll just ship them down here. No problem. Easy to do. God bless the internet. It was a great time. Um. And so I'm unwrapping it. Now the product is called Body Glide. So yes. I, I ordered three sticks of Body Glide. So you kind of feel a little pervy just because it's called Body Glide, right? So I'm opening it up, and then all of a sudden, inside with these three like very meticulously wrapped sticks of Body Glide, is a little card, just a little red card. And I open it up; it's like, "Thank you, enjoy your Body Glide, smiley face." Mm-hmm. Isn't that creepy? Was it handwritten? Yeah. Oh. No, like somebody That's and wrote a smiley face, like wrote like a little wink, like wink, wink, enjoy your body glide. It was like, is this from the running room official store? I guess whoever they ship from really? a little handwritten card telling me to enjoy my body glide. Like I could see if I ordered shoes or that's just not something you say. Yeah. Yeah, some dude's got your address. He's going to pull up. <laughs> enjoy your body, body glide. glide for two. We've it, talked about chafing on the show before. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure we've been there topic. a few times, but. Yeah, I have a body glide story, actually, I guess, Ooh. to share. Because, yeah, I had a stick. But it's good stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, it's. But here's a tip. you got to use it before the situation develops. Oh, absolutely. Pre-run. Because I, don't, there, oh. I was on a long rucksack march, like a 13K, not that long. A 13K rucksack march. And I had it. I was prepared because you're camping for two days and then you had to walk out. So get to the end. I'm doing fine. Actually, I was prepared, but I have this old stick and there's some older guy who is in bad shape, like not nipple chafing, like not being able to walk chafe. The deep, oh, deep, deep inner butt thigh. Cheek, yeah. But inner thigh, in the butt, butt cheek. I yeah. never, I, we talked about oh. butt chafing and I didn't know that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. And you got a conundrum. Do you give him the stick or not? Oh. I gave I up the stick. They gave up the stick? Yeah. How much is one of these sticks worth? If Trevor got three, it must not be too much. 20, right? bu- 20 bucks a stick, maybe? Holy for, a, for a big stick? Yeah, yeah this was just, this one was, it was, its time was done anyways. So uh, He just okay. wedged it right up there. Yeah, it took the stick, really went to the bathroom, and then I just heard a terrible, oh. terrible sound. I guess it'd be like putting a hot burning cream inside an open wound or inside an open blister except it's your butt <laughs> yeah is, is it like <laughs> a candle or is it like a cream candle more okay. it's a wax. more it's a, so more it's a, a candle yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a deodorant okay. wax is your scented or something 
Because mine is just like mine is just like grease. Mine's just like I could no. No, I couldn't see it burning on my just no. Yeah, no, it does. It did no burning. You could rub it all over the chest (gasps) and thighs and nothing, but this just got up in there. But when it was opened, yeah, when that's when the chafing had occurred. Oh. Well, it's like you know the feeling. You know the feeling of chafing. Just imagine oh, yeah, picture yeah. picture t-shirt rubbing on or nipple rubbing rubbing on embroidered t-shirt. Yeah. And yeah, just like it just expands on it. It doesn't it doesn't calm it. It either stops it before it happens or it just makes it worse. Makes it much 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 worse is what I learned. That man did not enjoy his body glide. No. He, he did, did not, not enjoy enjoy Brent's body glide. Yeah. There was no winky face. Yeah. Sad face. Yeah. Feel the pain. I really it's did not food. deserve that because he had also like he was pretty out of shape, and that was the first time he'd done exercise in like ten years because mm-hmm. he had been on some part. He had been told to go onto some part of land in Alberta where it had like biological weapons dumped on it, and it destroyed his heart. And he wasn't allowed to exercise for ten years, and then it was like he went out and did this, and then <laughs> this might be just natural selection. Oh. Say, you know what, buddy? You're not in this anymore. You're not in this. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's working. Maybe he's working at the running group now, shipping. <laughs> maybe it all yeah. came full circle. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should sell a organic brand of stuff because that's big right oh, now. Oh, whoa, that's yeah. a good idea. Just put something together that we can call like. Are there any things that we could just mash into an oil? There does it wouldn't have to be approved or anything, right? Can we just get leftover animals and take all their fat, blob it up? Could. That's a living. That's organic. Yeah. As long as long as it's not chemicals. We just need grease. We just need something mm-hmm. really fatty. What's a plant with a lot of fat? Uh, avocado. There we go. Ooh. Yeah. Avocado body glide. Yeah. Do you even really need to turn it into anything, or could you just use an avocado? Well, we got to turn it into something to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Avocado body glide, though. Avocado-based organic body glide. It's what nature wants you to do, is rub mm-hmm. avocado all over your bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, really get up thoroughly. Mm. This is good. Beeswax and avocado. Sell some honey on the side. That's brilliant. Pretty. We get, we get people rubbing that all over their junk. <laughs> That's funny. Dogs start attacking. Bears, <laughs> bears coming in. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm. I um, I made I made two friends last week. Oh, okay. What were you doing? Which for me will be a little... I think you guys might be happy. One of them, his name was Larry. Okay. And I think Larry is a, maybe a Cocker Spaniel. No, maybe that's not what he is. He's a cute little dog anyway. Oh, good and I, I held him. And him. I pet him, him. And I, no, I didn't get that close. My face didn't come close. And then Larry tried to bite me. And then Larry was banished. <laughs> uh, but I tried. You only get one chance with Trevor. <laughs> yeah. And then 
And then my other friend was uh, Harold. We we don't know if that's his real name, but he was this giant Rottweiler. And he was basically the most fun animal I've ever seen because it was an uncontrollably large farm Rottweiler. We were we were doing a, a video shoot or a, fo- a photo shoot out in this abandoned yard in this giant like mansion that's just abandoned and kind of boarded up. But we had permission to go into it. And the one thing was, he's like, I won't be home, so you can do whatever you want, but watch out for the giant, you know, Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> so we get out, and Harold is very, very, you know, he's suspicious, but then he comes over, he makes friends with us. He really didn't like our friend Liam at the start. He really hated Liam. He liked me. Mm-hmm. And then we opened up the door to the abandoned mansion, which I'm guessing Harold has never been in in his life. <laughs> oh, field day. And it's four stories of just chaos ripped walls stripped everything open like just i have never seen a dog party so hard this dog ran for two hours up and downstairs barking screaming yelling chase it was the happiest thing i've ever seen (laughs) it it was like a dog in in heaven i told him harold this is your 40 virgins buddy and he was just like rolling it he he partied so hard he walked out of the house he shook his head and it was like there was so much drool from like being happy that he like covered the deck in drool. There was like a <laughs> pool, a circle of drool splattered all across. He was so happy. And then he just went out into the yard on his back and like scratched his back and made like really weird noises for about an hour and then just zoned out. He just partied so hard that he just zoned out in the sun on his back. He just like passed out. So we called him Harold Cowabunga. I thought that yeah, was what's, it. <laughs> what's with these names? Larry, Harold. I'm used to animals' names like uh, Magnitude and Megatron and Wibbles and stuff like that. No. I like I like these I like these country names. Just name after people, right? Harold Cowabunga, man, that guy can party. We wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to put a party hat on him and like get him a couple shots, you know. Like this guy <laughs> is the life of the Harold is the life of the party. Every picture you take, guess who wants to be in it. Harold Harold understands the concept of cameras and wants to be in every single picture that you take because he thinks he's so important. Do you he, have pictures? Can we put it up on the wall? Oh, blog? I'll try. I think we got some good pictures of Harold nice. Cowabunga. I want to see this Harold Cowabunga. He's man. a party animal extraordinaire, man. Like, literally. <laughs> he has more personality than, like, some of my friends. <laughs> Get him on as a podcast. Yeah, Harold, Harold would just be going to town. Oh, it was so cool to see him so happy. Uh, I can't imagine what that would be like the equivalent of. From, like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine anything that good in my life as to what Harold just experienced. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well. Hey, Brent? Mm-hmm. Not to get too personal, but how old is your wife? <laughs> Late 20s. Okay, so you got a couple more years. Of good stuff, because uh, as we all know, Tom Cruise <laughs> just uh, got separated, and um, this is his third divorce. And you know what's common with all of them? The magic number thirty-three. Who was uh, his first wife, Trevor? Mimi something? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. didn't last. So thirty-three, you're out of here. Nicole Kidman hits thirty-three. See you later, Katie Holmes. Thirty-three, hit the door. You know, that's the way Tommy rolls. They're just uh, past their prime or what? 
yeah you know that's well that's when the con- when the contract runs out i think so <laughs> it's like a unrestricted free agent in hockey 27 you know when you hit 33 you're too old for tom mm-hmm. so i don't know tom tom might have things figured out so mm-hmm. it's got a few more years yeah when by the time i get married gives me six years of good mm-hmm. marriage before she gets out of the yeah get out of the house oh well yeah. anyways how, so yeah, how great would your first date with tom cruise be when you just show up oh tom wants to go on a date with you and then you go to his house and it's him and like an entire scientology crew at a big like crazy table and, and then they, they fly you to paris yeah there are some immediately yeah. hook you up to the what are the, the radio oh uh, what's, what's it, the audit machine no, um, not right off the start, but no, they get right down to business. Oh, it'd be right off the start. I don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. No, this sure. when these there's been some ladies who apparently walked out. I want to say it was the blonde who was on Arrested Development. Sort oh, of Charlie's. Maybe oh, just because I like Sarah, her, but yeah. I'm thinking it was her. It was just like, nope. And walked no, I out. think I heard that, too. Yeah, you're right. I heard that one. She showed so. up and she left just as fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> hope so it's all, it's all true you, you know what's uh gonna tape on my dvr tomorrow battlefield earth the l ron hubbard novel starring john travolta well noted as one of the worst movies of all time i'm thinking with your guys encouragement i'm gonna try to sit through the two hours of it and report back to you guys sound like a plan <laughs> you want to watch battlefield earth yes okay. why don't you just read why don't you read the william shatner novels <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess while I'm at it. Anyways, so I saw a great movie this week. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, starring Patrick Swayze and a young Charlie Sheen, Red Dawn. Have you ever seen it? What are you talking about? A movie called Red Dawn. No, I've heard okay. of it. Yeah. It's an old so 80s classic. 1984. The, so the communists invade the U.S., okay? And God, a bunch happen. of high, bunch of high schoolers in Colorado take them on with guerrilla tactics by camping up in the mountains and stuff like that. Just toilet so, paper and avocados. Exactly. So I, I tape it. I see it's got one star out of five. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm on vacation. I'm gonna watch it. So I'm not sure if I'm in or not. In or out. Very first scene. It's a teacher lecturing about Genghis Khan. School has tons of windows in the back of the classroom. All you see, Russian paratroopers dropping down to the ground in the field behind the school. <laughs> Teacher's like, what's going on? Steps out. Hey, you guys. Just boom. Loaded <laughs> right away. Off. This is the first, like, 20 seconds of the movie. I'm like, yeah, I'm all in on this one. And uh, Patrick Swayze's character, very Trevor character. He's... <laughs> Background Every, isn't really revealed too much, but he's not in high school, but he's hanging around with all the high school kids like Trevor does, whether as oh, a coach, a coach or a teacher, you know. So it was, and he was the leader, and he called the kids all the Wolverines, and they fought back the uh, the commies. It was a good movie, very good. So what was Sway's dog doing in the school? He was just like someone's older brother. He was the old quarterback, the old high school legendary quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get a lot of comparisons to the sways yeah a lot of chin, a lot of chin comments oh it is there yeah the chin yeah. the dimpled chin the sways chin i can totally see it now 
Yeah, so now I'm on a Swayze marathon. I'm going to try watching uh, Roadhouse next and then Youngblood after that. So I'll check in with all the listeners with what I got. The Littlest Hobo is a TV show about a dog that just helps people out. Not a talking dog. Not a subtitled dog. Not a dog thinner monologue, just a dog. She's a compassionate dog. Season three of Littlest Hobo features many things. I'm going to give you some it's titles. It's like you're writing a grade seven essay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you some titles of some episodes. You tell me the synopsis. All right. Hit us. Hobo photo, time. Photo finish. It's got to be horse racing. <sighs> and photo finish. Horse racing check. What does the hobo do in photo finish yeah. though? I, I think there's some illegal could, gambling going I on. I think with the, the hobo I think the hobo helps rehabilitate a, a horse that might not be able to make the race. Carter's got it. He's Carter's on the right track. Where's Carter going? What's Hobo illegal helps a betting. jockey whose chances of winning are in da- in danger because of a racing syndicate. Oh. It's like some mob stuff. Hobo's uh, like hobo likes to deal with mob stuff, right? The well, we'll secret done. of the secret of Red Hill. Treasure. It's a, it's a secret. It's 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 diamonds. There's got to be diamonds. There hasn't been diamonds in this yeah. season yet. <laughs> it's only the second episode. And there's not diamonds. We're there's for the a secret of that. The secret of that hill is that it's full of diamonds. No, this hill is filled with Sasquatch. What? Holy! Jeez. Hobo goes supernatural already in season oh. three. Hobo's oh. helping a reporter looking for Sasquatch. So, you know, I actually would like to see what what Hobo's take is on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The day of the fugitive. Oh, self-explanatory. Yeah. Train train wreck happens. Fugitive gets loose. Hobo is faced with the decision whether to help the fugitive escape or turn him into the police. Mm-hmm. And then when he hears that the fugitive tell him his stop story, Hobo helps him mm-hmm. escape. Yeah. Well, no. Hobo's Ho- Hobo is chasing someone down who jumped into a city who everyone thinks has the plague. So everyone also, he has to save this guy. Well, everyone also th- is Wait, trying to so kill a hobo. A man with the plague with jumps into the city. A man in suspected the of the plague, having the plague, jumps off a boat, and then hobo has to go track him down to save him. But people also think hobo has the plague, so they're trying to kill him too. Oh, is this a world without penicillin? The mm. plague. The plague. Jeez, hobo. I'm just telling you the synopsis. Oh. The hero. So vague. This is just okay. Let's just okay. Hobo meets Joey, a simple young man who is picked on by most of the community. <laughs> the old community, <laughs> the old people, the old folks, <laughs> Joey, little kids. Piece of crap. Joey, you loser! It's like some four-year-old punches Joey in the balls. <laughs> he can't right, even when go to Joey the stumbles house. onto a dog napping scam, only Hobo knows he's telling the truth and helps him get self-respect to solve the case. He needs self-respect dogs. to solve. How see the hobo doesn't solve the case. The hobo gives Joey self-respect <laughs> to yeah. solve the case himself. The hobo Hidden empowers room, yeah. people. Hidden room. This one gets oh, serious. Uh, there's a mansion. Yeah, with, he's in a mansion. With a sex dungeon in the basement. <laughs> Secret. There's trafficking going on. There's kidnapping. There's kids in the basement. There's kidnapping. Break them out. And hobo stops a kidnapping 
and sex trade smuggle. No, it's diamonds in the... I've read Hardy Boys books about secret rooms and houses. There's treasure. A young mute girl and her father are being kidnapped, and they're being forced to do fake seances. Seances? So Hobo helps prove that it's just a ruse. Good job, Hobo. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor, this one's just for you. This is for me? Fussing and fighting. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's really a, is that no. a is that a Let clue me do to it. Let a, me a certain do instrument? One. What a certain what? A certain instrument. I don't know if those have anything to do with it. Fussing and fighting. Fussing. That's no, I, not. Uh, it's about people fighting over an old person's will. Is that's it a banjo? It a rival tries to have a harmonica player fired. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> harmonica player? You mean? Trevor does harmonica himself mm-hmm. in the band. Yeah. They've got a harmonica by mm. himself. That's an extra cut after a show, man. Yeah. Can't have that. Mail order bride. There we go. Oh, Hobo's got a thing for Russian women uh, over here illegally. So. They swallow a lot of diamonds <laughs> when they come over. A farmer and his mail order bride seem incompatible. That's all. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Aww, that's sweet. So this, when was this show made? Eighty-two. So it was like dirty old lowly farmers ordering wives. Hmm. It's like I work, I work sixteen hours a day for twenty-five years. Now I'm gonna order me a wife. There just might not be any women in the West. I know. That that's great. I think it's, I think it's a fair deal. The clown. Oh no! This Circus isn't like the, this isn't clown. like the day the clown cried. Don't overcomplicate this one. Circus <laughs> comes to town and uh, it's horse wrestling. <laughs> no, there's a street clown that entertains kids, and Hobo helps him make some new friends. Yeah, Hobo befriends a lonely clown. <laughs> <laughs> Filler episode. Yeah. Not much action in that. Do one. you guys know about the day the clown cried? No idea. We have to talk about that later. Keep going. Okay. Two more. This really should be the finale, but it's not. I'll just give this. Forget me not. Just let me do this one because you won't. Okay. Can you can you figure out the topic? Forget me not. Hobo it's amnesia. Yeah. Oh. When Hobo finds a disoriented woman with amnesia, aimlessly wandering around Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, they blew. He they finds blew his way the in set budget. He finds her his way in. And protects her from serious damage. Well, I'll so just like she's wandering around, getting in trouble, and he keeps saving the day, like pushing her off the tracks or whatever <laughs> needs to be done. Puts her on the roller coaster, takes her off, straps her in, gives yeah. the gives the carny ten bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the last of the season ends with Rex Badger, P.I. Hobo joins forces with an inept old timey private eye, who's perfected his style watching old movies. This is Brent. Yeah. Brent and Hobo get so together. As Badger plods through a series of comic clues, Hobo keeps several steps ahead of him. So this and helps is him to finally put the pieces together. It's just the episode of Jumps the Shark, it sounds like. No, it's basically, what was that TV show that was like the best show ever with that old detective? Kojak? No. Get the smart. Gu- the guy who was a goof, but he was always right. Naked Gun? <laughs> no, it was a TV show. Oh. Every week. He always was wrong. Columbo. Except he actually knew what was going on the whole time. Is that the fat lawyer guy? No, Columbo's like... No. 
No. Oh, wait. No, yeah. no. He would do that one more question sometimes. You know what the funny thing about Columbo is? Columbo was a, a great show. You know when it, it ran from like 1968 to 2005? Yeah, because Columbo's timeless, man. Because he no, it kept on going like new episodes in 2005. Every couple of years, he'd put out a new movie and it air on like NBC Sunday night in the middle of summer. Because people so love it Columbo, never, it never stopped. That's awesome. It's just like yeah, my show went for 40 years. Not really, but it did. People it love Columbo. Stuff out. If there was a new Columbo and I knew about it, I'd watch it. Yeah. Great actor. He's right up there in the earnest category for me for just lovable. I love me some Ernest. No, it, well, you know what happened is you went, you went to Country Fest, mm-hmm. and that was the high watermark of civilization. And yeah. where, do, where do you really go from there, right? Yeah. Childbirth, that's, a, that's an acceptable next level, I guess. But until then, I mean, you got nothing to look forward to because you've already been at the pinnacle. Well, are you guys getting along? You guys are cool right now? Are Brent and I getting along? Yeah, because before, when you guys were doing Country Fest plans, Brent's like, yeah, you know, just want to take it easy. Chill, chill Country Fest experience. And you're like, yeah, no problem. And then just looking at some of the tweets that you were putting out there. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of seems like you took off on Brent. (laughs) No, we did pretty good, right, Brent? (laughs) Yeah, we did our, I did exactly what I was, I think, I think what I just mean is don't, if you're going to a festival, not staying in a tent when it's 50 degrees out, not waking up in a 50-degree like, tent at 8 in the morning. <laughs> Trevor, you're not going to run off and play music with people at 4 in the morning. No, I promise, Brent, I won't. <laughs> Trevor can't promise that. <laughs> no, I did that every night, basically. Except I think... Yeah, can, you, know, talk about, can you talk about your moves on the air? My moves? Your style? You're like... <laughs> You've really got. Oh, yeah, we can make fun of me. This is. Got, I'm totally. You've, open you've got your routine down. Like. Okay, you tell arch. me. You make fun of me more. It's more funny if you make fun of me. I'll go with it. You can't embarrass me. No. Okay. Well, I, I'll need your help because I'm not Kay. good at specifics. Kay. But. Okay. Would you say your style? It's. It sort of starts late, right? Definitely. Like I go home. Move. I rehab. I shower. I get fresh. Go to the gym that day get all the booze out mm-hmm. i show up i show up you know earliest i've ever showed up is like seven mm-hmm. and normally i don't show up to like 10 at night yeah that's fair because i'm not gonna sit around i'm not gonna be the guy that puts in all the groundwork all day with some yeah. group of girls yeah so it's not like when they're just gonna get yeah. drunk at night anyway and then it's mm-hmm. like yeah. you know so you don't go to a social right no nope. like you don't go to, to a big dance hall and meet people oh, i hate that socials too no. fat and sweaty now yeah, yeah. I hate Country Fest, and uh, I mean, I hate country music. But you go to Country Fest and not listen to like country music, you go listen to like top forty yeah. hits. No, something's wrong yeah. with you. So okay. Trevor does instead some sort of predatory, not to catch a predator, just like a top carnivore, <laughs> apex predator stuff. It gets dark. Alpha male. It gets dark, and this is a sprawling couple, like square mile of just tents and campgrounds and. And just chaos. <laughs> and Trevor just takes advantage of that with his, with his acoustic guitar. <laughs> Once it gets like two in the morning, I was with so, we were with some when people, poor, and Trevor when just poor looks, choices are ready yeah, to be made. Trevor just looks away and says, "I've got to go." 
Takes his guitar and just walks off into the darkness. <laughs> By myself. Wandering and singing about two songs on repeat until you come across the right group. <laughs> Carter, can you guess any of those songs? Would be? No, no, it's not like Carter guess. He's no good at guessing. Oh, Johnny Cash, Rolling Stones, Tom Petty. It's well, one of those you're, three. You're those close, are the only songs you're Trevor close. knows. There's definitely Oasis. a Johnny Cash song. Yeah. And that's the catalog <laughs> of Trevor's songs. Cadillac Ranch. Cadillac oh, yeah. Ranch and Folsom Prison Blues. That's only a country fest, though. Yeah. So that's your country fest play is the... Different venues, you have different <laughs> songs. Well, I think you're forgetting about another move Trevor has in the campground. It's called Pop the Trunk. The football comes out. And <laughs> with about eight seconds, you've got a crowd <laughs> over here. No, that doesn't. That's one of Trevor's moves. That's if he wants. That's, that's if he wants bros. If he wants to hang out with some bros, it's true. It's true. I have that is a good trick. Football on and the road. He saves, he saves the Folsom Prison Blues for the ladies. I've done that. I've done. I've been. Yep. Friday night for the ladies. Saturday night for his gin. <sighs> so yeah, I just no, wandered no. off into the dark on Saturday night. Yeah. But yeah, we'd like to thank. Um, the good people at Bayer Crop Science. Because <laughs> Carter, we were—is v- that what you're referring to? Also, our VIP oh, passes that, that we were able beautiful. to finagle. Uh, yeah, we were rolling I've, VIP. It wasn't even Trevor. It wasn't even Trevor. A few times. It wasn't even Trevor who got them. It was me. Yeah, I got us some VIP passes for free. Bayer Crop Science and all their generosity bought us like four dollars worth of liquor. Oh, we drank more than that. From there, a couple, but I'm thinking just, yeah. I took cost. drinks that I didn't even want. Do you get free alcohol with VIP? Yeah. I was only a waste with, of a VIP. Only with, the ba- <laughs> only with the Bayer VIP. Yeah, you get this it's little Bayer tag. special VIP. Okay, cool. Got a few dirty looks, because besides us, it was farmers. Yeah, that all knew each other, and we are clearly not farmers. <laughs> but we made it work. Yep. Bayer, they're good. Good for you guys. They're good people, right? <laughs> yeah, today's episode is sponsored by Bayer. Bayer. For all your crop technology needs, trust Bayer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Someone, like, who's going to make these new crops without them? No. Like, you can't... Okay, genetic engineering, I'm fine with it now. Okay. It's got it's to really, be done. Really, most people it's are getting out. You're getting in. I it's like good, it. Yeah. It's got to be done. contrarian. Oh, it's a buyer's market right now. Mm-hmm. Or seller's market. Something. Yeah. Are you going to eat it's your... one of those... Uh, do you not want? Do you, where do you want to get your vitamin D from the cancer sun? Cancer causing super sun? No thanks. I want my vitamin D in my bread. Bread. Get your vitamin D in your Doritos, man. Vitamin Dorito. <laughs> vitamin Dorito. <laughs> Something else. Vita D. Hmm. Hmm. Festivals are a special place, though. I think we could do an entire. It's like 10 episodes on Country Fest. No. I have, I have a routine. Brent's seen it. Is that really how we split up Saturday? I just walked up. You said goodbye. <laughs> when we were up with Liam, they were going to the downstairs to wander, so he didn't miss much. Yeah. That was an interesting weekend. And then oh. Liam, oh, Liam and my Sunday night. Oh, <laughs> Liam owes me. <laughs> Why? But oh. I don't know. Situations were developing. Yeah. But Liam just really wanted to go home. <laughs> oh. 
So you help him uh, out? Oh. Yeah, we, we went home. I Yeah. Oh, and then we picked up a hitchhiker who we didn't even know was a hitchhiker. Kind of like how you picked up a prostitute? Was yes. It's, a it was like it, uh, it almost felt like it was the same situation all over again. It felt like Veronica Part 2. But we were just dry. There was just a girl walking down the road. She didn't have her thumb out or anything. Oh, predatory. No, so we just, she's just there, and I rolled the window. I go, you're okay? And she just gets in the car. Just, like, <laughs> grabs the car and sits down. She's like, where are we going? I'm like, uh, Kids these we're days. going in. Then you know what she said a couple minutes later? Pretty smooth ride. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We're, go- we're going into town, and. Just drop me off at Sev. It, no, it was right? literally. It was exactly that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know what? You're like, and she was like a young girl, like no, not dropping off on a street situation. Oh God. So that was an ordeal. Yeah. I always liked to do that. If I was, well, I was younger, I always did the walk away from bars or whatever. If you just had it, just have enough sometimes. Well, that's kind of what you did Sunday night. Yeah. Just get bored and it's time to go. You're like, like I, I had fun. Deal it. Sometimes I just now can't. Now in the winter, it's not so good in Manitou- <laughs> in Winnipeg. <laughs> the old walk but, away. Yeah. So the old dip. <laughs> what the hell do you mean? Like just Brent just dips out. Yeah. Sunday night, boom. Oh, see you guys. Peace out. He's got to watch Faith Hill. Mm-hmm. Sunday night on NBC. Okay, <laughs> Reba. So disappointing. Yeah. How was she? Yeah, no? we saw Reba. What? Not good. Started oh, out all right. Reba started out okay. I was impressed because she was early. Did she do the theme song from her show that we used as the outro like three weeks ago? We didn't stick around that long. So you don't know if she she was a survivor or not. Oh, couldn't do Reba. it. If you look through Reba's greatest hits, there's nothing there. I don't get it. She did yeah. come on stage on time, which was nice. And she had a good. She was she was in it at the start. Say what you will about Reba, she's prompt. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, it was it was. I expected a lot more. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, she finished strong. Okay. But Reba made me smoke. It was that bad, Carter. Wow. Yeah, Brent went got smokes. I think. I was tempted too. There oh. was a, I was at a wedding that night, and there's a cigar bar, and uh, I was like, you know, when else am I ever gonna have a cigar? I should start smoking tonight. But then but you I did. didn't. But you didn't. When when Brent went, when Brent went, a bunch of like people that I know, like were walking down the stands, and they like looked over, and I'm sitting in like the upper bleachers all by myself, it, like one song into the Reba set. And they just looked at me, and I was like, I, I, my friend's coming back. Oh. And they were just pointing and like laughing at how pathetic I was, <laughs> sitting in the stands, listening to Reba by myself on a Sunday night. It was so lame. I was, so, I was just a guy sitting by himself watching Reba. And these people just looked at me, and they were just like, what's happening to this yep. man? We should talk quickly about the guy who was on before Reba. Can you give me a name for him? Cole? Colton? Colton whore? (laughs) (laughs) Colton shameless whore? 
That guy was my he, he was my hero of the show. Did he plug his album like twenty times? No, Carter. In every single <laughs> chorus of every song, he had to throw in like a long bridge, like. <laughs> and I'm love with Dolphin Country Fest 2012. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, we're year. gonna make it. Um, we're gonna make it a sweet Manitoba Country Fest night. <laughs> like every song, and in the breakdowns, like with the drums, like. He's like, I'm just so glad to be here on Canada Day. I love it up here in Manitoba. And he did this for every single song. Oh, man. I have to find this on YouTube. He Jeez. referenced Manitoba and Canada three times a song. I hate that. We know where we are. Did the crowd at least... Did oh, they stop no. The crowd no? couldn't get enough. Oh, well, it's usually that second act, the Dauphin crowd uh, but is he craziest. was he was very firm on love being between a man and a woman in one of his songs <laughs> which oh, really? kind of scared me <laughs> he was a little creepy because i think he was not a friend of certain people dorothy and i and i think that was a very like subtle message that all like the rednecks at the festival were like yeah and i was it like whoa, whoa. Head nodding. I, I was like yeah. whoa i know I, i'm not cool with this i'm just the single guy sitting <laughs> watching reba by myself single metropolitan yeah i think the song is called like between a woman and a man oh it's about like love between a woman and a man (laughs) it's like not a horse not a dog just a woman and a man not a snake not a frog (laughs) was the horse or dog part not in there because that's a herald cabapunga i don't don't know if he went that far but that's basically the vibe i got and then there was another remember saturday night brent that guy sang a song about Macho Man? Yeah. What? In the course of one of his songs, he says something about Macho Man and the way he talked. Holy crap. And I noticed it. Nobody believed me, so I waited till the next chorus and then sang along with him. And I, right, Brent? Yeah, it had to be. Did you sort of say later as my old man? But yeah, it's definitely sounded much more like Macho Man. And the Macho way Man and the way he talked. And I could see it maybe being my old man, but it's like Macho Man and the way he talked. Oh, man. I went to see that movie Savages this weekend. Thinking Macho- it was a documentary about Randy and his brother. Yeah, right. You went to see that male stripper movie. Both good well... Movies. I, I went to see, Okay, so 6.55, I go to the movie theater with uh, Janelle and her friends, and I'm going to go see Spider-Man in 10 minutes, and they're going to go see Magic Mike in an hour. And this is like the second week it's been out. Sold out. I've never seen a movie sold out an hour before. Magic, Magic Mike, Mike was sold out? Magic Mike was sold out. Like, I was going to Spider-Man in 10 minutes. Million seats, you know? Magic Mike, don't even think about it. It's sad. <laughs> Crazy. Women, women are crazy. It wasn't even like the, you know the high, it was never the high number one movie in the country even. But man, just a slow, steady burn. Yeah, slow steady in the burn. loins. Full theater. <laughs> man, oh. I gotta go. I gotta take my guitar and walk into a Magic Mike. <laughs> no, touch. no, Trevor, you're just like outside the theater when people leave Magic Mike with your guitar. That's what you do. Jeez. Yeah. I got a new vulnerable sector here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drunk Girls at Country Fest is so 2009. All I got to say, though, is I don't know if I should disclose too much info, but <laughs> no. certain demographs take care of you, you know? That's all I'm going to say. 
I forgot all about hospitality. Maybe either, maybe there's a country song in that. In Duff and Manitoba. Everybody knows if the cold wind blows, the seeds don't sprout and the crops won't grow. Even though you've done the best you can. And when you're living in a house that you don't own and the money in the bank is almost gone, the only thing in life I know that stands is the love between a woman and a man.